When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hey, Jenny. You know me. You know I love to gamble. And normally, I mean, you know this, right? I do. I mean, we normally... Yeah, so the biggest gamble I'll take frequently, I'll take gambles like I will, um, I'll order truck stop sushi. <laughs> that's, a, that's a big gamble. That's a, yeah, it's like airport sushi, you know, same. Or I'll, um, I'll online date with somebody who's been really heavily filtered. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. So those are my online gambles. But for sports betting, I mean, whether it's the NFL or the NBA, or uh, um, Major League Baseball. You know, for me, the place I go to is betonline.ag. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Oh, you're telling me, being a Houston Astro fan, I know that's not popular right now because of the cheating, but whatevs. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action happening on betonline.ag. Yeah, and I'm a novice, so like, it's also a great place to get the news, odds on for all of your sporting needs. I don't think they do um, ice dancing yet, but I think it's coming. Uh, <laughs> and uh, But for the major sports, your Major League Baseball, your NBA, your NHL, and all your UFC and MMA action. Which I know you're a huge fan of violence. My God, all of it. Uh, but I'm here to tell you, but you'll get real-time updated odds, props on almost anything you can imagine with betonline.ag. Yeah, BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets. And here's the thing. You'd think that would cost something like a fortune to sign up, but you'd be wrong. It's free to sign up. It is totally 100% free. And I'm here to tell you, before you even see another pitcher walk on the mound, head to BetOnline dot ag on your laptop mobile device ipad kindle i don't know whatever you know yeah. works for you Flip and bonus. guess what take advantage 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit holy balls bet online they're your online sports expert you don't have to sit on the sidelines anymore you get in the action and use the promo code c l n s 50 to receive a 50 percent Welcome bonus with your first deposit. That is CLNS50. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. 1000%. Everyone go immediately right now. Let's make some money. We've been we've all been sitting around just losing money during this pandemic. It's time yeah. to it's it's time for it to come back in our pockets. And that's what betonline.ag is here to do. There's no sure way to make money than to bet on sports. I always that's what that's how I was raised. I know that's how you were raised. And Completely. I think that's the most important thing in the world is sports and gambling. <laughs> and Just do it. Doing it. Do it. <laughs> Get on this doing it nation. Betonline.ag and use the promo code CLNS50. C-O-I-N-S-50. 
One of those things, every time I hear it, I hear something new. Uh, you know, I, I pick up different different pieces of tone and and meaning. Yeah. Both like names. Watch, you hear both names. When I watch yeah. Airplane, it, like I always catch something new. Yeah, no, it's, 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 uh, <laughs> Eli Braden is, he just, he's very, very deep. He is. Uh, I'm a little sad he didn't mention Robin's titties somewhere in the. I wonder if we should do. He might have an extended version of the song that we can release to some lucky listener. We'll we could do, do the remix. Isn't that oh, what that's tr- Yeah, people do that in success. So yeah. first we should get success, and then we should do the remix. Let's not put You're the cart before the horse. <laughs> well, boy, if you like comedy, are you in for a treat today? I'm Je- fucking thrilled. Jenny? I'm going gonna, gonna, gonna to introduce, because he's my friend, not yours. Wow. I'm I'm literally just meeting him right now, although obviously huge fan of his work. So. Jenny, I feel like I know you a lot better than I know Jenny already. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, so, I, I, boy, <laughs> this intro is about to get ugly. He was on the Gilmore Girls. <laughs> <laughs> oh That's yeah, where you know him from. Yep. No, Actually, four times. My neighbor, my my wife talked to my neighbor today who was binging the Gilmore Girls and was surprised to find me on there, which, you know, I can't help it. I'm just trying to live my life now. I'm just trying to stay low key. We're definitely diving (laughs) into that. But one of, okay, this is truly one of my favorite shows, like hands down. Oh, you know, this family guy, you literally are the voice of all my favorite characters. It's Mike Henry. Nice. Thank you guys. Everything. Thank you. Yeah. Oh no! Oh no! He does Bruce Herbert the pervert. Let me try to give you some Herbert. Hold on. Yeah, oh, I want. I want, I want no, no. Just, there you go. <laughs> Let's run him down, man. I mean, you, you do basically do every voice that Seth doesn't do and isn't, and isn't the, the the female regular cast. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. thank you, thank you, thank you. I used to do Cleveland. Yeah, yeah enough but, said. A lot yeah. of six, but you literally, when I say, I remember when I, Mike, when you and I first met, yep. I couldn't wait to talk to you because you do one of my favorite accents, which is a, a Southern gay gentleman. Mm-hmm. He goes by Bruce. And They're here. Mike, Mike even mailed me a Bruce. Oh my God. Doll. A Bruce action figure with the yeah. CPR doll yeah. and Oreos. And Oreos. But that is amazing. <laughs> oh, nobody drank any of the coffee. <laughs> Only a few of the Oreos. Yeah. Yeah. That was back in the day. We'd sit in this random building on Laurel Canyon across from Gelson's next to the four and 20 pie shop and pitch <laughs> jokes and make characters back before we were even on TV. I actually, I was, I was on just shoot me at the time and I was doing the rounds. because I was leaving You mean JSM? Shoot. JSM. You know, okay. we call it JSM, you know, the shoot. And I was leaving that show and I was like, my, and I was like shopping around what my next thing would be. And I actually met at that building. That, mm. that, that, uh, yeah, I met with. Um, is it Dan Palladino? No, I met with Seth and um, and uh, David uh, Zuckerman. Zuckerman, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I know, and it was there, and I just seen that little 
the, the, the little short film he made where he's like walking out of um, laughing at um, uh, uh, Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Yeah. And I, and I was like, oh, <laughs> I feel like yeah. this would be a fun, fun show to work on. I didn't didn't ultimately get it. But, um, you know, and I'm not bitter. Son of no, a um, you shouldn't. Um, be. Yeah. I mean, show business to, will never make you bitter. I went on to great success. That's all I'm going to say. You, but, you um, have done very well. But uh, um, no, but I, I it's like I, I, I remember that little building and I, I was very. Uh, um, yeah, I was, all, you know, I, I agree with you. This that, that that show is just it was so dense with jokes and you guys absolutely went for it. Yeah. And what was amazing also, because we actually had um, I did a show shortly after you're canceled, which people may or may not forget the show, the show went oh, yeah. off. And, um, and uh, with uh, um, a couple of your, the writers there, it was uh, um, Mike Barker. Yeah. And uh, um, now uh, Weitzman. Mike Weitzman and, um, oh God, what's his name? Hentiman. Mark Hentiman. Yep. Yeah. And, and, and they were all on a show I was doing for the WB and, you know, we're constantly talking about like, that just seems so crazy that that show went off the air. It was like there was it was so quotable, and then of course it came back bigger than well, ever, which it never came, happens. It started before the internet, you know, for such an internet friendly story uh, uh, yeah. series. Like I remember sending the the writers' assistant or the PAs to the library to get reference stuff, like the first season. <laughs> wow! Yeah, Our literally. Catalog and everything. Lexus yeah. Nexus. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I actually remember like some. When it was canceled, like I was in college when it started, and I remember like it. Family Guy was up against Friends. Yep. And I'm like, how? Really? So I would watch and Survivor. Oh my god! That, yeah. And, yeah. So I would record, you know, like record Friends, and I usually would record Family Guy and watch Friends because I would want to rewatch Family Guy. There <laughs> you go. Feel, you know, funny. And I'm like, how? And so when it was canceled, I was like, well, how the fuck did you even give them a chance to survive when you put it against friends? Yeah. Like that. No, it, yeah, we started after the Super Bowl and then we were on Sunday nights and then some politics came in and we got bounced around and not really promoted and ended up Thursday nights at eight. And then, you know, the ratings were crap. And, you know, I, I think it was the kind of thing where the champions who brought it, you know, the people who championed it at the network left. And so yeah. it was, everyone had their, you know, has their agendas and wants their shows to do well that they've developed. And it was something like that. I don't really know the details, but we were down for a couple of years and then late night brought it back. Was it Adult Swim or was it the DVD sales? That... I think it was both. Um, I remember Adult Swim, you know, and I, I, you know, demographics, ratings, blah, blah, blah. I really don't know. But the story was that we would beat Letterman and Leno, who were the late night shows at that time at 1130 we beat them in the key demos. Yeah. And so, um, and the DVDs, I heard some story, like they expected to sell a hundred thousand units of the first couple seasons and they sold 3 million or something. It was, um, you know, clearly they had their finger on the pulse when they canceled us. Yeah. That was a story I'd heard. It was the DVDs. So, cause I, I, it's so rich. I, I can't think of another time what happened with family guys ever happened where a show is canceled and then brought back to the years. very same network. Yeah. Brought back with, with, with a 35 episode order, no less. It was, you know, all in. So that was exciting. Was it, Were was you, it like being married and then somebody cheated and then they came. And then back? they, yeah. <laughs> and then they got a, 
they got another woman pregnant with American dad and then came back. That was Danny Smith's joke back in the day. <laughs> That's uh, really funny. Actually, Barker and Weitzman, who you just mentioned, yes, I know. Uh, co-created American dad with Seth when family guy had been canceled. I remember. So here we go. Blended yeah, family. Well, you must've been so, I mean, you couldn't, when, when you first heard rumblings about it, that this could happen, were you like, bullshit, this is not going to go. Or well, no. Seth and I were very tight. And so he sort of kept me in the loop and it, there was a oh, lot, wow. it was kind of like, you know, week to week, we would talk about it. And it, it, at, at one point seemed dead. And I had the foresight to not go get another paying job. I just started shooting kicked on the nuts because my brother and I thought it was funny. And so um, we <laughs> did this. never not funny, by the we way. We did a web series that we've, you know, that wasn't real. We didn't really kick people in the nuts, but it was this hidden camera show parody thing that we made zero dollars on. So that was a good business decision. We just went wow. and shot the shit with our friends and put it up. That was it. Oh, it was hilarious. And your brother, by the way, you know, Love. Yeah. <laughs> he was a fantastic. He was a fantastic. Yeah. Player. My brother, Patrick passed away five years ago, almost from diabetes. And uh, yeah, but he was funny as shit. And he actually was Seth's roommate or one of his best friends in college. And that's how I met Seth and got involved with Family Guy. And wow, how, how did is... you get in? But how did you get involved? Like, like with voice acting? Was that something that you wanted to do? Like, how did you get into doing that? Um, I just always imitated people my whole life. And before I even pursued comedy, I was always the guy in the smoke filled college room imitating everyone. And, uh, so I, I had it in me and then I, I just scattershot. I was doing improv. I was auditioning for commercials. I was studying Brownlings. I was studying UCB. I was doing voice stuff that I, I made myself a demo and got a couple little local things here and there. And then, um, I did a bunch of character work in one of my brother's student films and, you know, Seth and I cracked each other up and there you go. That was my break eight years into the pursuit. Wow. And wh where, where did you, uh, where did you come, grow up and where, when did you come out here? Yeah, I grew up in Richmond, Virginia, and uh -huh. my parents were artists and divorced and all I wanted was a normal family. So I went to conservative Washington and Lee university where, I thrived, frankly, at a great time. I was a big frat guy and class uh -huh. president and all this kind of stuff. And Oh, that's awesome. Then a year out, I, I was working in advertising and realized pretty quickly that I would much rather prank call my bosses than deal with marketing numbers. And so yeah. <laughs> I just said, fuck it. And I moved to LA when I was 24 and started doing groundlings and stand up and waited tables and waited tables at the Brentwood Daily Grill, waited on OJ and Nicole Simpson. Wow. Um, the juice. Yeah. Well, he was a slippery guy, man. When he came in, honestly, it was, he had some bad mojo on him. Even back then I was like, this guy is, he's full of shit, but I wouldn't want to try to tackle him. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. It was a bad dude vibe for sure. A, a yeah. devilish vibe. I don't know. Like yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, yeah I, I was actually living, I, I had an apartment at the, at, back then, like right at the time of his, uh, um, of the murders, like about it, of the, the allegation, it. yeah, right, Al allegedly. But right. I was very near the Daily Grill. I, mean, I was Where? there all the time. I, I, I was. Where'd you live? I lived behind the. Um, you know where? Um, uh, um, it was. Okay, you know the San Vicente there. I think sure. was what the Daily Grill was on. Yeah. If you went up Barrington, yeah, toward Sunset, the first street 
you make a left. I can't remember what it was. It was Montana. behind the supermarket. Yeah, it was behind yeah. the supermarket. And there was just a condo there that my uh, yep. I was my fiance at the time was renting. And and wow. I would go there all the time. I yeah, I bounced around. I lived on Goshen, Kiowa, Barrington. Um wow. yeah, those were the ones. I I loved that time. I had no freaking money, but Me I was either. I was free as a bird and I was pursuing what I wanted to pursue. And, you know, it was, it was the best, best time. Oh, absolutely. It was super fun. And uh, I, I do have fond memories of it as well. So, uh, well, but I find it interesting, Danny, you don't know this, but Mike doesn't live in LA. Yeah. I'm in Virginia. Whoa. He lives in Virginia. <laughs> I'm in Virginia. Yeah. I didn't even I'm know, in Richmond, I didn't, Virginia. I didn't even know Virginia existed. It's um, here. It's wonderful. <laughs> but I think it's I mean, because it's you're for lovers. You're able it to is. do your voice work and you from your home. Yeah. Yeah. And I've, you don't have yeah. to raise your child. And now I got two kids. I got a uh, boy who's about to be a senior okay. in high school, and my daughter is a rising seventh grader. And it's a great spot to be for now. You know, we're still looking west one day, but um, it was a good time to come back. I'm thankfully was here during the COVID stuff. I mean, it was, it you can. Better. You can go outside and walk around or you could at any point, you just throw your mask up when you walk near anybody. But when I visited LA in March this year, my God, you guys have been through it out there. I mean, it's been rough. Oh, I'm, it's been I'm rough. not right. Like I still feel like I saw Danny for the first time last week. Wow. In person. Yeah. In and, person. And, and, and I did not know how to in like a year and a half, like it had been. And we were awkward. I mean, we, and this, we talk right. every week. But yeah, I was right. like, I was awkward with, it was just, it's been very strange. Yeah, that, I think this whole city has a little, I'm sure people in New York probably do too, but have a little PTSD. Absolutely. Thing. Um, I, 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 I wish, uh, in hindsight, I wish I was um, stranded somewhere else. Yeah. For it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No um, shit. I know I would talk to like my family back in Texas and they're like, well, what's wrong? We're fine. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Like, what do you mean we, here? We went down to Florida in March and it was, I'm like, look at these assholes. Oh yeah, we're in Florida. Um, <laughs> you know, and we chose to come and that's fine. That's on you. That's your fault. Yeah. But well, it, it's okay. great now. I mean, shit. I went, I went to this high school championship baseball game last week, about 600 people, not a mask in sight. And it was out in the country, which it probably would have been the same six months ago. And what you, that you might not have been, yeah, depending on where you were. Yeah. That was right. That was that was definitely uh, the case. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's been uh, it's just been it's been brutal. Uh, but uh, um, and I see people kind of coming out, not knowing like do we hug like somebody like the first party like party ish party I went to was a couple weeks ago, and somebody I hadn't seen in a while like went does party ish mean it was just a little bit of cocaine or what does that mean? <laughs> it was it was just LA. Molly. It was just it was Molly. Like, okay. Yeah. Okay. But um, but someone went to shake my hand, and I was like, "What?" I was like, "What?" You like who's? I started. I guess we can shake hands now again, which yeah. is like, well, yeah, it was very you're, strange. You know, you're vaccinated, and you tell yourself like that's okay because yeah, I got yeah. that. But when you, I mean, I I can't compare it to like being in prison or something like that. But it's like a house arrest in a way. Like we didn't go. Of course. And, things and everything was shut down i walk around and there's board you know all my favorite bars and restaurants are boarded oh, up no. yeah. and you're like this is yeah speaking of that a, last you know, last summer during the height of the 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 protests and stuff here in virginia my friend 
we went down near where he has this art gallery and uh, he had it all boarded up and as was everything. And I called him, I said, is it okay if I wrote white owned on the boards? I'll tell you. And, so and he was like, was please, funny. yeah, do it. That is a really funny. Oh, that is. Uh, uh, okay. So I have to get back to family guy because yeah. Mike, you, please, you please. Know I'm going to just shut my camera off for a second. I can still hear you. I'm going to just grab something, but keep going. Okay. Keep talking. Okay. I know what you're going to grab. Jeffrey. My Tubin penis. Okay. He's got yeah. to, you'll, you'll hear it. it, is it no, is, I know, is, I know. Tubin is a time, verb now, right? Right. Like every time in. we're about 15 minutes into the podcast, right. he always has to excuse himself. Okay. Is, and then he comes back. That is not true. It's happening. I was reasons. on. You, I, okay, I need to. There's going to be pasties when he comes back. I need, I need to defend myself here for a second because <laughs> last <laughs> podcast, you weren't even on the camera and I, I was know. on the camera I, the whole time. Well, she I was know. taking a dump. Ooh, I'm sorry. Did I say that, Jenny? Oh, that's a, that was a sweet way of saying. Are it. you taking a dump right now? <laughs> She's no. making the face. <laughs> like, no, I'm not. Okay, so ask the Family Guy question. I oh, want to hear okay. about this. Okay, so all the characters that you that I love. I mean, did did you you created all these? Like, when did you like? Was it something you created with other people? like Herbert, yeah. Venezuela. Well, Bruce. I'll just go sequentially. Uh, we were fleshing out Peter's group of friends and I had literally just played basketball with this dude in Virginia from Maryland. And so uh -huh. I just started talking like Cleveland in the writer's room and, you know, Peter and Quagmire were in the scene and there's a lot of kind of rat tat tat, very quick paced stuff in Cleveland just and took a deep Seth. breath. And like Peter, Peter and Quagmire, both Seth. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. both Seth. Talking real fast. And then I just slowed it down with a Cleveland line, like something like, ah, sometimes it's nice to enjoy laughter, you know, just <laughs> random. And uh, so then that stuck. And um, and then Herbert was just a folksy old guy that I worked with at a grocery store in high school. And I would imitate him back then with this old voice, you know, as if he's squeezing women's boobs as he's, you know, putting he the groceries whistles. in the car. Yeah. yeah. Whistles. That, that whistle. Yeah. Come on now. <laughs> um, I, I know i love the whistle like the whistle part of that is just like it's so precise and i was a question i was gonna ask like was that based on someone you knew and of course um, sort of i mean it was an exaggeration but you know that yeah, there's nothing folksier than an old whistle you know an old yeah, yeah. an old it, folksy pedophile it would, <laughs> now when you say that i'm gonna say this person's name i don't mean to connect the two okay <laughs> it was with the whistle but dan rather has okay a whistle. Oh yeah, he speaks. He has a he does he a, this whistle and the first yeah. We've done some bits on that. Alex Sulgan pretty much nails nails him. Uh, if you've seen that Family Guy bit or two, yeah. And I, I, by the way, love Alex Sulkin. The first, that, I think it was the first episode that Herbert was on, and I vividly remember losing it laughing because it was all the at the end of the episode when he left all the voice the voicemails, like the, yeah, the answering machine. Yeah. And I'm sure yeah. it also in my head, I was like, what a, what a cost cutting way to, to just have <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> all the yeah. characters are frozen and you just hear, where are you? Where are you yeah. going? <laughs> You're fat ass back. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So that, and then Bruce, like you said, that guy's all over the South. Any, any weird little kind of antique boutique, you know, it's, oh, hey, you know, I, I, you know, you look over there at them trinkets. That one's yeah. from the Civil War era. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's cool. Um, 
So, have you ever, have you ever been out? Because I mean, these characters are so iconic and they're so part of it. Have you ever been in a situation where you've heard just somebody doing a vo- that voice or a catchphrase or like you know, kids or because I, 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 I've heard people at, doing these voices or attempting them. Right, so, attempting um, them is probably better. Honestly, not. I mean. Uh, yeah, I mean, from time to time, you hear it randomly. Yeah. And one one person, I think, pegged me as Cleveland, who had no idea who I was. He just, are you Cleveland? Like, Really? Yeah, that was years ago. Um, somebody with a very good ear, I guess. Um, but do you get recognized but, a lot? Because you're, you were also like, on, you're an actor. You're, you've been on- I don't get recognized for shit. And that's great. You know, like it's, um, you know, like, just hanging out with somebody actor like- that- but like, like going out with Seth Green or something at a Comic-Con, it's like he can't walk 10 feet and yeah. nobody knows who I am. And I just keep rolling. At first, I was kind of like, uh, hey, you know, like <laughs> whatever. But, you know, I'd, try, I'd being a, try being the writer. Yeah. Um, no, no, no. <laughs> there, there is there is nothing there is nothing more um, uh, 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 humbling than walking a red carpet for a, for any kind of a ceremony. Yeah. And watching every reporter crane their neck and then like, eh, yeah, and go back oh, no. like this. I, I've gotten that. They don't know oh, you got a line. Oh, yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. Good, okay. Same thing. Yeah. Oh, it's, That's it's fine really with me. Fun. Who, I don't who care. Who is the character that you love the most that you've done? Um, well, I, uh, you know, it was Cleveland. And now <laughs> I'd have to say uh, uh, Bruce, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I kind of I mean, like, I like him. Consuela was always funny to me, too. It was just like this kind of. Oh, yeah. Well, Consuela, I actually had a cleaning lady um, who would not do anything that you really act like. Can you start in the other room? And I was kind of like, no, no, I start here. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, OK. Uh, I'll go in the other room. You know, like and you just had to accommodate how she wanted to do it. And that's where it came from. And the beauty of Consuela is even though she's look, looks to be the low the low person on the totem pole, she's always in charge. Right. And, yeah. you know, so that's there's always something about a character that has to have a little, conf, you know, a little contrast to make them interesting or funny. And I, I think that maybe is it with her. Well, like when she kicked uh, Brian out of the house. Oh, yeah. Doggy afuera. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like she's still running it. And, and yeah. I love when she, she took Stewie. Like she just. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Kept, she kidnapped Stewie. I mean, she was always in charge. It was very, very yeah. funny. But. I, I had a like my my stepson. I'm divorced, but like we watched that <laughs> episode. I'm just kidding. We, no, we watched that episode. The the poltergeist. Yep. Episode of Peter Geist. Peter Geist. Yeah. And that whole we could quote it with Bruce doing the "This is my baby brother going to be okay," and it's the whole that whole right. thing about <laughs> seeing a walking past a restaurant and seeing a guy with There's- a hair. Eating soup. Of course, it wasn't a restaurant's fault. But, but I, yeah, I can't remember the whole thing. But uh, it was like I never went back. I mean, right. It wasn't the restaurant's fault. I just didn't want to get food. right with somebody dying to get some information about their deceased relative. Right. Yeah. I I have not. I that one I haven't seen. I have to see that one. I have to see it now too. Oh, I gotta yeah. watch it. I I really like the one we we watched in um the Modern Family Room. It was like a bunch of. Because we had, um, actually, we had like Elaine Co wrote for a season on that show, mm-hmm. um, for one season and then came over to ours. And so, but we were watching it, but was I think it was the focus group one, which All was right. like 
that one is just like insane because you actually like you took a shot at us and it was like and we i think people must i mean unless it's really brutal people must genuinely like when you guys pull take their, I, your shots i mean god if there ever was a show that is just freaking jokes you it's know just I mean, joke. it is just jokes and god believe me over the last year i have been kind of really trying to figure out what in the hell is going on and um it's jokes you know i mean it it's just i have i have so many friends of of so many colors and orientations and we always completely rip each other up and of course you can't do that in public because and everyone's you're gonna be blackballed and it's like you got to be freaking kidding me but there is one of my things that i was doing during the whole pandemic that brought me joy was looking at reaction videos on YouTube, like people watching something and how funny it was. They, a compilation of every dark, horrible joke on family guy and then watch people's reaction to it. Oh, great. Oh, you have to look it up. It's one of the funniest things ever. Yeah, I will. And people will, I just want to say people will survive being offended. It's like you will survive it. Okay, go on. Well, I know. That reminds me, I just saw something that Seth Rogen had said. He was like, comics need to get over like the cancel culture and just realize some jokes don't last. Like, yeah, they, they, like, yeah. they don't withstand the test of time. Like some, it works then and then you cringe when you think about of course. that joke 10 years ago. Well, why do you cringe? I don't. But you cringe people. based on what people will think now. I mean, right. if, if you have to stop and think about whether it's okay to laugh at something that's funny, that's fucked up. Yeah. You know, like it's, oh, I agree. I agree with you completely. I think what it is, is if I'm interpreting Seth on this, Seth Rogan's thing is, of course we did jokes 20 years ago that would make me cringe right now, just because they don't, it does, there's things in the times that change and it's fine. I don't, I'm not apologizing for the jokes I made in that right. context. Right. But comedy has an expiration date and it evolves and stuff like that. But the idea, what you're saying, and this is what gets me, Mike, is Michael, is like when people are afraid to laugh at something, if it's funny to you, fucking laugh. And by the way, you should also not be afraid to bomb. Sometimes you're going to take a swing and it's going to be not funny and it's going to be offensive and yeah. it's going to be fine. And you know what you do? You move on to the next thing because we're not like, I'm sorry, you're like, it's fucking comedy. Yeah. And, um, and I do think the funniest people survive this i do i think i like the people who complain about political correctness all the time in terms of comedy i think a lot of them are not it's like bill maher i mean it's like tell an actual joke then like be funny (laughs) i'm sorry i don't like bill maher but uh (laughs) but uh but he's like ah you know his whole act is get off my lawn now that's like what it is with kids and it's like well i don't know if it's political correctness i heard your monologue those are easy jokes you know right Right. Right. Well, he's, he's commentary. He's got a, he's got a a point of view and you know, I I find his point of view refreshingly unpredictable. Um, Yeah. I mean, I, 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 yeah. I I, I don't get too worked up about anything political. So I'm sort of probably an anomaly in in Hollywood, but I I don't really give a shit. (laughs) (laughs) No, it boils down to just, individual relationships and conversations and being cool to people that you come across. And, you know, it's the old Carlin stuff about groups of people suck and, you know, individuals are great. Right. I agree with you on this. Absolutely. Yeah. 
with all the people um i have to ask so like how many you know guest voices like people like come on family guy and Mm -hmm. they play themselves or whatever we actually had someone that we were danny and i were both like shitting ourselves because we're i'm like a ridiculous fan i can't believe she did it but we had ann murray on the podcast oh nice and i love it like that's great and she was first off one of the coolest like most down-to-earth I could have talked crazy. For fucking three hours. She was amazing, but she did that episode. Oh yeah, and I, she she was like so sweet. She goes, I just felt good because you know, the, she came across like a hero in the episode. Like germ, no one took a you know <laughs> a shot at her. But yeah, if she hadn't done the voice, that would have been a different thing. Right. Um, you know, it's always like, hard to be. It's always hard to be terribly mean to the person when they're in the room. Of it's course. Like, <laughs> that's a, it. That's, it's, that's, that's the whole thing about individuals. No one would yell at anyone the way people do online. Like it's just. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You don't, you know, it's, it's all about who humanity. Like a, yeah. Who has been a person that's been on though for you that was like your favorite? Like, did you ever. Oh God. When we did the Cleveland show, I got to meet all of my heroes. I got uh, Johnny bench on. Uh, he was my, he was my childhood hero wow. and uh, yeah, I had a, his baseball bat when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, David Lynch, who's my favorite filmmaker was Me too. Uh, re- recurred on the, the Cleveland show. And I got to sing a song with earth, wind and fire. So those, no. were, the, those were the top three. It's, it's called awful. get your hump on this Christmas. And it's, it's available. It's out there. I don't know why no one's no, heard I've it. Seen it. I didn't realize that like you, were you in the room and sang with? Oh people? yeah. No, I mean, absolutely. Yeah. That was one of the first concerts I ever went to. <laughs> Yeah. Earth, Wind & Fire at Madison Square Garden. Oh, and, that's um, great. It was, I, I, yeah, I'm a huge <clears throat> fan of that. And by the way, a huge fan of David Lynch. I mean, I would put Mulholland Drive at the top of my, maybe yeah. my top two movie, favorite movies of all time. Really? Okay. Um, what, and who what was else? The biggest What's the other one? Well, of, of, of the David Lynch stuff? Or, or would you say the top, movie? Movie, top two movies top, of all time? Well, I'd say top three movies. Well, the other one is, um, well, Geely and um, Space Camp. So okay. those are so it's those and then and that's then good. Drive. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Well played. So yeah, Space Camp. <laughs> <laughs> we seen Space Camp. It was just a ragtag group of kids. Yeah, and they were not. They didn't agree on anything. The space shuttle accidentally takes off, and they go into yeah. space. And they now, know what? Now these kids actually have to work together as a team to get right. this thing down. Right. And, and all those little things, the wisecrack, like all their skills come together. And you know right. what? When they land on Earth. They're richer for the journey. And I think the audience is too. Right. That's good. And then do they go yeah. back to their tribes and all hate each other? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, that's a good I, good description of the movie. I like it. Thank you. Thank you. That was a movie that was one of my favorites as a kid. And then I rewatched it recently. Oh. And wow, did that not hold up? It's like Pringles. <laughs> it's like, God, Pringles were so good. And then you eat a Pringle now and you're like, God, oh. I have to go diarrhea. It's like, I want to just say, I've never really seen Space Camp. I saw clips when it was there, and I could tell you, I feel like I told you the movie, though, pretty much. You did. Yeah, you actually did. Yeah. That is yeah, not. What was the that. one page script for the, uh, the, who was the pilot that landed the thing in the Hudson? Oh, Sully? Yeah, Sully. there was like a one page script for that online a couple years ago. Did you guys see that? No, what <laughs> no. was it? Okay, I can, you know what? I shouldn't have. Oh, I'll look I can't we'll find it. It's we'll, funny we'll as shit. It, it, we'll it is hilarious. It. We'll put it on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we'll put it. We'll put it in the links. Do we'll it. Put it in the links. Okay. Also, uh, you were on Orville. That was a. Mm-hmm. For, was that that was what? I did a bunch of Orvilles. 
Um, I, you know, the, I played Lieutenant Dan, who's got like a big old kind of mushroom head and is just sort of an oddball engineer on the Orville. And, uh, which also you know, helped you from being recognized. That's right. Yeah. Um, I did, <laughs> I did, I did, I did that a lot, but honestly, the prosthetics, I, I just couldn't do it anymore. It just, it, it was brutal just getting made up. And then, you know, it was a couple hours on another hour off and a lot of waiting around for coverage during the day. And it was in a black studio, you know, everything, there was no, nothing natural about the environment. And I just, I couldn't breathe anymore. So. Yeah. That, that shit on your head was like the poop emoji almost. Like, yeah. Yeah. Your, yeah. 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 Oh, I got so we'll put a link to a picture of, of, of Michael and that that set was insane. We, we had to um, sometimes we'd need a swing set and we used one corner of the stage for some reason. We had to put up a wall oh. for something of at the Orville set on the Fox lot. That is amazing. Holy, holy yeah. shit. That set. I could not, I, I, I never walked through anything like, you know, we did. I, it was, there were the two sets that really impressed me on my time at the Fox lot where that one, and the short-lived um, 1600 pen where they had created the White House. And yeah, it was- they had the ins- Oval Office. <laughs> it was insane wow. how realistic it all was. So, yeah. But, yeah, but yeah, they, they just took you to another world. You know, it's all pretend. It's all pretend. It's all pretend. It oh, is. But that set is something else. I, I took my kids on it when they were younger and they were, it was really cool to be able to walk them. And one day when we were shooting, uh, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson showed up. And so really, I got to huh. talk to him as an alien, you know, like it was, it was a very random day, but was he like, and he was like, he was like this, 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 this thing. Would work. That would right. Get this. Busy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the, the physics are all there. fucked up. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm cussing on your podcast. Can I cuss on your oh, podcast? Let's... Michael, let's watch the language, please. Um, okay. I'm, I'm, the, I'm teasing. I'm one of the I'm, hosts, so I think we know. Okay. It's it's pretty gross. Let's fly with the fuckies. Exactly. Okay. All right. We, we like it. We want F dodgeball. Just. All right. Yeah. How about uh, queef? Oh, my God. I, you might be the first person to say queef on this podcast. No, right. Anne Murray. Anne Murray. <laughs> and, oh. and then, and then like, I, Right. So we, this is number Scott two. Kelly, That's good. That's good. <laughs> did you do stand up, Danny? Did I did. You? This is okay. a long callback. Yeah, I'm starting it again, but it's like it's Are funny. You? But uh, yeah, it was like right before it's fu- right before the pandemic. Actually, in the oh. year before the pandemic, I was like flirting with doing a little stand up, and I put together like maybe seven minutes, and I was just doing it, not telling anybody. And then right. Jenny calls me up because she's headlining uh, the Improv in Washington, and she says, "I need like an opener." And, uh, um, and I was like, uh, uh, and I was like, I have like seven minutes. How much would you need? It's like, you know, about 20. And so that weekend, I just like, like nice. all my jokes, writing and doing it. But I, I wound up doing four shows with, with, uh, with her. And it was like, How'd it go? Oh, like, first one, a little rocky after that, they got better. And, um, you know, I, you know, Je- you, when you're seeing Jenny and even the woman who was, um, uh, hosting, who was like a skilled comedian as well. And all, you know, I knew I had a long way to go, but right. it was, uh, but because, uh, you know, they're so good. But uh, uh, but it, yeah, I got the bug again. So I've been writing. That's great. You but know, it, I did. I like, did. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to say that was the weekend. Like we did a weekend of shows, flew back and then everything locked down. And then everything shut oh. down. Last flight I was on. But go on. What were yeah. you saying? Yeah, I did the Judy Carter stand up comedy workshop in 1990. Wow. Uh, she wrote a book called Stand Up Comedy and she taught a I workshop. I, I actually remember I this didn't. book. 
Yeah. I'm still friends with Chris Frangiola, who was in my class then, who who did stuff with Chelsea, uh, Chelsea lately back in the day. And he's doing some, a lot of other stuff. He's touring. Adam Ray is actually going to be in Richmond, I think next weekend. So I'm going to hang out. Oh, wow. Um, uh, Former, former I know. Doing it it nation uh, favorite. Yeah. 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 Great guy. Hilarious guy. And yeah, I, I, I always kind of want to do stand up, but I don't ever do it. Maybe one yeah, day. It's, I will say I did stand up when I was, I started doing stand up when I was 17 and did it like through college, had right. no material, was just kind of doing an impersonation and like got out of college and couldn't coast on just my charm. And I, 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 I gave it up. But coming back to it with all the scars I have in my many decades on this planet and all the fuck ups I've made, it's like, it's so much also not having to rely on it as a sort like already have a cop having accomplished something somewhere else it takes all right. the pressure off yeah <laughs> like, yeah i die inside anyway so i'm really enjoying it i've been like writing i just did a, I in fact i did a um uh a friend of mine has like a did a private open mic and i did with at at, at their house and uh with was it through comics. a glory hall it was through <laughs> a glory hall and yeah i, I mean Classic. i got an hj i got an i think it was an hj it might right. have been anal. i don't know okay. it's a glory hall who knows yeah it's all the glory. I remember I did uh, when I was trying to develop an act after the six weeks of Judy Carter. Um, <laughs> I did something at the improv with Mark Lanau. And oh, yeah. you remember he was Bud Friedman's partner. And yeah, uh, I remember I would be up on stage telling jokes and he kept he, it was all about forming your persona. And and he kept he just cut me off at one point. He goes, who are you? Yeah. And I was just like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm 26. You know, I'm just trying to smoke my reefer and get laid, man. Just leave me alone. That's who I are. Come on, man. Yeah, who are you? (laughs) Who are you? What do you? What have you got happening for you right now? What's your? Um, I'm just I'm writing all kinds of stuff, and um, it's been quite an interesting year for me. And uh, I've just got a lot of different perspectives on the business and life and society. And I've basically just stopped being on Instagram or any of that stuff a few months ago because I just got to a point where I'm like, I don't care. And I'm thinking about Alan Watts, you know, Alan Watts talking back in the 60s about how if if you need to validate your life by, you know, like basically back then he's like, you, you don't feel, they didn't feel validated until you saw yourself in the newspaper. And, and the easiest way to get in the newspaper is to commit a crime. And then at yeah. least you see that your existence is documented and blah, blah, blah. And, and that just kind of hit me with social media for a minute. I'm like, you know what, when I got something to promote, I'm going to jump back on there. But I, you know, I just, I don't know. I just, I'm not, I'm not interested right now. I, so, I, I definitely cut back myself. I, I knew like, frankly, once, you know, Trump was out of office and stuff like that. I just could not. And even leading up to that, I, I it was just, it was affecting my mental health to yeah. be involved in it that much. And I, and, and so like, I, you know, I absolutely, uh, I feel you on this. I think, it's, but it's, I don't it's, think, it's, I don't think anybody's, uh, you know, opinions are changed online. I mean, it's, it's really, I don't, I'm, I don't I'm, gonna do, I'm doing it. I'm changing. Oh, you are. Okay. Lines. Never mind. All right. You, I, yeah, you should follow me more because I really, I, I, my clever turn of phrase and my, my, you know, my, uh, my observations of our fire emoji, I think. Um, okay. uh, yeah. So, uh, uh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's good. And also, you know, and when someone famous dies, it's always nice to put myself into the story, right. um, about but their death. A picture so, with them. Yeah. yeah. If I can have a picture with them, 
right. or just post a picture and if I, or just talk about how they, you know, what they were there for me in a specific time, just right. as much as I can right. show that picture. I right. I'm all. sorry they died. And what it did for me was, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I can't yeah. do it anymore. I, don't I, try I always like when somebody lot. dies and there's like a person, you know, they, people like to post the picture, they'll dig up. Yeah. Oh yeah. Have the, yeah. But I like sometimes when I see the pictures, like a group of people, and one person's on one side of the room, right? And they'll have like circles. Circle. That's see, funny. You know, for that party in '93, that was me right. And, Shook yeah. his hand on the way out. Right. By the way, that's a you gave me a great. You got to be a great. I actually was at a Simon Garfunkel concert in Central Park, and so if one of those guys dies, I'm right. going to show that picture, and I'm going to circle. It's right. So great being part of that. Like just right. circle right. that dot on the lawn. Yeah. So we, we mutually well, impacted one right. another. The night we shared. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, yeah. Well, okay, we've reached that part of the show. First of all, um, it's fucking great to have you on, man. It's like Thank so you. you're you're so it's fascinating to hear the story. And uh and I hope I get to hang with you in yeah, uh, man, for sure. at some point. I really love that. And Jenny too. Uh, with Jenny. Yeah, well, yeah. And I the guitar. To, and the guitar and back of Jenny. I now have a my big. I should show you because I moved, but I should put that behind me. There's my bass. Your bass. You oh wow. Okay, yeah, so I'm you're classy. Yeah. yeah, I'm classy like that. By the way, my guitar is missing a string. It just it has my name on it. It was like a nice. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't Holy like shit. So we we talk about stuff we've been watching or like or recommend or things like that. What is your, yeah. what's what's something you're 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 into right now or I have been. I've just been watching Cleveland show reruns. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> That's all I watch. Um, that and Family Guy and Old Gilmore Girls. Yeah. Um, no. Replace um, all of those with Modern Family on Hulu, and I am with you. <laughs> I, I love Modern Family. I um I hung out with um with uh, Mr. O'Neill out uh, on a vacation once, where he goes all the time, and uh, he. And we hung out and we, t we had uh, actually Ed O'Neill talked to me about a great prosthetic story. He was in some miniseries or something in England. Do you know this yeah. by chance? And it sound, it might. we're talking about how shitty it is to wear that stuff all day. And, and if uh -huh. the production schedule doesn't accommodate that, it just, you know, if you're waiting for other scene, it just sucks. And so he basically told a story where he um, was in the thing and he, they kept screwing him and he had, had all these long days. And then finally, during the last day, he's like, take this off. I'm done, you know, and he made the makeup guy take it off. And of course, as soon as they took it off, they were ready for him. And it was like a big oh, no. group finale thing. Oh, and no. He, said he, he went in the, the, the main producer and just said, you guys have been apologizing to me for a month and a half. Today, I'm apologizing to you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, really enjoyed hanging with him. But uh, what do I watch? Super good. Honestly, we just watch documentaries all the time. We watch Which Nat ones? Geo stuff. Oh, that's just, what we watch a lot. We watched something on a Mayan temple last night on the Disney app, uh, you know, in, wow. in you know, in Mexico. And it's just all stuff like that. I'm just kind of my wife is really into the handmaid's tale. And so I'll be in the other room writing while she watches that. And then um, what else do we dive into? You know, with the kids, my daughter loved The Mandalorian. So we watched the crap out of that. And I'm I telling my agent, that. hey, I want to be on The Mandalorian. And I'm like, yeah, okay, good luck. Um, <laughs> and uh, what I mean, we're, we're, it's all documentary stuff. We watched the one about the triplets who were separated at birth. 
Oh, oh the scientific strangers. Oh, strangers. That was fucking fantastic. It's yeah. I mean, you can't beat real stuff. I mean, like that's. I don't know. I'll I'll get back into some serious stuff at some point. But right now we're just watching docs and hanging out, okay. ripping bong hits. You know. Oh man, you're so hanging cool. out with kids. Uh, Doing the reefer. That's yeah. it. It's going to be legal here in one month. In, in July, it's going to be recreationally uh, in Virginia. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Virginia is a wonderful lovers. blend of right the spectrum of politics. It really is. It, there are really all kinds of people here, and I, I, I actually really like having a wide variety of people all around. I think um, you get plugged into reality more that way. I'm sure you do. You do. Um, yeah. So yeah. Anyway. Jenny, what are you watching? Yeah. Okay. I cannot say enough good things about. Okay, I've I've talked about. Let me hacks. let me let me tee it up. Okay, you I know, know I like I hacks, the same way. That fucking mayor of Easttown, the finale. Oh, really? Okay. There's. I haven't seven, watched it yet. Oh my god, you're lucky because you can just bend. There's seven episodes. You don't have to wait every Sunday. And it's great, and it pays off. Holy shit! And and it's just one of those who did this, and you think every person you're gonna. No one was it. Hugh right. Grant. Was it Hugh Grant? Did he Always do it? Hugh Grant. <laughs> okay, cool. Oh, wait a minute. Is that the, no, the murder crazy. mystery thing? <laughs> that was yeah. The, uh, the what was that one? Uh, undoing. Was it right? The yeah. Undoing was uh, Hugh Grant, and then <laughs> but this one is uh, um, what's Kate her Winslet. name? Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet. Yeah. Yeah, okay. and and Kate Winslet with a Pennsylvania accent that I wasn't even like on the radar of what a Pennsylvania accent is until I watched. But she's like, "Somebody get my phone." You know, and then it's no, almost like Bruce in a way, but the the no, oh, no. there's this, oh, but this British girl, it, it murder, murder, murder mystery. You have to watch it. Don't okay. look anything up and get let it spoil. I won't. The finale was on Sunday night, and I was, I it was so good. And then I also okay. watched that movie uh, on Hulu, Plan B. That was cute. It was like a, like a. Kind of had that book smart, super bad vibe. Oh, cool. Mm, I haven't heard of it. Yeah. Natalie Morales directed it. It was like her. Oh, wow. Yeah. Those are my things. What about you? Natalie Morales, the Today Show person? No. Yeah, no. The actress. (laughs) People confuse them constantly. No. uh, Well, I I watched this thing that Al Roker directed. I'm kidding. Um, It's called The Perfect uh, Storm. Obviously, yeah. I love. <laughs> obviously, I'm very, very continue to be impressed with hacks. Oh, and I just watched. I think this kid's a fucking genius. I guess he's thirty now, but I just watched the Bo Burnham alone. And do you know Bo Burnham or? Um, it's I do. Bo I Bo- actually watched it last night. I can't believe that it slipped my mind. It's. It. I mean, I don't know about you, but it affected me. Yeah. I thought it was like it was like he has so. It's like. It's just, it's just great. It's, it's, I mean, it's like not purely comedy, but it's this thing he shot in his house alone, but he lit it. He did this. It's very with songs and it's very like, it, he captures the, the absolute angst and anxiety and hopelessness of, he shot it for over a year, I guess, right. in his, in, uh, in there. And, um, and I thought, I mean, I don't know where he gets his depth. He was making comedy when he was 20 that like, and he right, and he does he hmm. like he plays uh, piano and sings. It's like he he's a musical, you know. Act. I've I've done sh- like I've done a few shows with him, and he's also I cannot say he's one of the nicest people. Oh, 
really like, yeah he's one of the nicest people I've ever met and his he but his comedy like he, I, I started watching it I had to stop a little bit because I was like mentally like getting you know, a bummed out place because it, it would too. go in like in waves but it, I finished it it was really great yeah I, so that's uh that's the one I would uh, um the new Bo Burnham special holy on shit yeah. on Netflix. I'm gonna check it out yeah yeah um it's like not I'm not saying you're not gonna have a laugh riot at it. I will tell you that. It's yeah. cool, but but it's like he's doing something special, I think. Cool. So I was I was impressed. Um, okay, Michael, fucking great. Yeah. You uh you Thank know you, you didn't dis- you didn't disappoint. I gotta say, I fought you being on the show. I was okay. not like I, I thought this is gonna I, I think I maybe use the words huge mistake okay. and this will be a disaster. Okay. And like, uh, is this a podcast or an abortion? Right. But I was so wrong. Wow. Thank it you. Was, I mean, unless you really wanted an abortion, then it was that kind of. I'm a kicking, so- screaming, breathing human being. Right. Thank you. But in Virginia, oh. you could be that and then get aborted, right? And that's the. Pro- um, you can pretty much do anything. No one gives a shit here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just lay low. Here's, here's a thought. If we can find the. Cleveland singing with the uh, um, yeah with Earth Wind and Fire, that would be a great way to play us out, guy. And if we can't get your hump uh, on this Christmas, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look like a shithead. Yeah, but, uh, um, guy. Right. By the way, guy, do you have anything you want to add? I'm unmuting. No, it was yeah. No, it's a very very good show. <laughs> so guy, like guy, we, we let him talk every so often, and this is the. This is what he does. Right. He's living guy up is, to that picture. Guy, are you in a drive-thru right now? I am not. Are you high right now? I mean, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> we love Guy. Um, guys are man. Um, uh, well, that's it. I mean, look, uh, some people would have like a really solid ending, a real bing, bang, boom. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we don't. We just, okay. sort of dribble, we just sort of dribble out. Yeah. Right. We, just we, let it. Yeah. We, we peter out. But it, anything you want to promote or anything before we go? Uh, I want to promote human kindness and uh, decency and everybody calm the fuck down and go out and take a breath. Put your feet on the ground. Say hi to someone who doesn't look like you. Strike up a conversation about what you have in common and joke about your differences and just be a California fucking hippie. That's oh actually That's, the greatest ending. That is the greatest. Look, you, fuck, this guy, st- you know what you remind me of? Um, when Carrie, when Carrie Strug vaulted into our heart, <laughs> one foot. That's what you just did for me. That's, like, yes, Carrie Strug. You fucking yeah. did it. You fucking did it, Michael Henry. I stuck right. that shit on one foot. We're, 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 okay. I mean, we're not going to top that. So, good night. All right. You guys are awesome. Jenny, Jenny.